booster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. Non-citizens in New York City will not be allowed to vote in local elections after a judge rules New York City's law unconstitutional. More gun violence all across the U.S. Ten mass shootings in all across the country over the weekend. A victory for a former high school football coach. The U.S. Supreme Court rules in his favor, saying he is allowed to pray on the sidelines. Ukraine's president lashes out against Russia after a missile strikes a shopping mall with a 1,000 people inside, leaving death and destruction. The governor of Texas blasts President Biden for the U.S. border crisis after 46 migrants were found dead inside an abandoned tractor trailer in San Antonio. Another 16 hospitalized. Non-citizens living in New York City will not not be allowed to vote in local elections. New York became the first city in the nation to grant those rights to non-citizens back in January after the New York City Council okayed it in December. But on Monday, Justice Ralph Porzio ruled that the law violated the New York Constitution, which he claims gives the right to vote to eligible citizens. Staten Island Borough President Vito Fasella spoke about the ruling on Cats at Night, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Katzmatidis. We had to stand up for the good people of Staten Island, New York City, New York State, and say that it's very clear. The New York State Constitution says you have to be a citizen to vote. And they didn't like it, so they passed a local law that really violated not only the state constitution, but also uh, state election law as well as something called the municipal home rule law. The law would have allowed close to a million New Yorkers to vote for things like mayor, public advocate, city council, and borough presidents. Supporters argued these residents are paying taxes and should have representation. At least 10, 10 mass shootings that erupted all across the country between Friday and late Sunday, marking the fifth consecutive weekend. U.S. law enforcement officers have responded to such incidents with four or more shooting victims. The shootings left at least seven dead and 46 hurt, according to the Gun Violence Archive. The string of consecutive weekend mass casualty incidents began over the Memorial Day holiday when At least 17 shootings left a total of 13 dead and 79 injured in cities all across the country. The shootings come in the wake of a May 14th mass shooting at a Buffalo, New York supermarket that left 10 people dead and three wounded. And the May 24th massacre at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, that left 19 students and two teachers dead. A high school football coach who waged a seven-year battle to prey on the sidelines following a game has been victorious. This coach, this guy's named Joseph Kennedy. He's a former Marine. He says he's thrilled that the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in his favor. The high court ruling Kennedy's right to pray was protected under the First Amendment. Kennedy hopes to return to his old job at Bree Merton High School right near Seattle, Washington. He spoke to CBS News. I'm going to have a new commitment with God because he's given me a second chance. And, you know, I, I'll never give up my rights and I'll never give up thanking God. But uh, where I do it, the great thing is the court says it doesn't matter where I do it. And that's 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 America for you. In 2015, the school received a complaint that some athletes felt coerced to join in the prayer 
and Kennedy's coaching contract was not renewed. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky lashed out against Russian forces in a recorded speech on Monday. His speech hours after that missile struck a shopping mall. You heard part of the sound there in Kremanchik with a thousand people inside that Ukrainian mall. At least 16 people were killed and 15 injured. Rescuers are still searching for survivors. Zelensky called the attack one of the most defiant terrorist attacks in European history. The Ukrainian president also said the rescue and salvage efforts were still ongoing. The Russian military has launched a full-scale ground offensive in eastern Ukraine's disputed Donbass region since Moscow's invasion back on February 24th. Well, a horrific tragedy in the state of Texas. At least 46 people were found dead, all believed to be migrants, inside of an abandoned tractor-trailer in San Antonio. That tractor-trailer was carrying up to 100 people inside in San Antonio, Texas. All of these people discovered believed to be illegal migrants. Another 16 people, that includes 12 adults and some four children, were taken to area hospitals following this discovery. They were discovered after a city worker heard their cries for help. In a tweet, Texas Governor Greg Abbott said the discovery rests squarely on President Joe Biden. Abbott sent out a tweet. Abbott's tweet said that at least 42 people were found dead inside a truck carrying migrants in Texas. These deaths are on Biden, he said, before officials raised that death count from 42 to 46. Here's Chief Charles Hood of the San Antonio Fire Department. The patients that we saw were hot to the touch. They were suffering uh, from heat stroke, heat exhaustion, uh, no signs of water in the vehicle. It was a refrigerated tractor trailer, but there was no uh, visible working AC unit on that rig. The discovery on a day when temperatures in San Antonio reached 102 degrees. Three people are in police custody, according to San Antonio Police Chief Bill McManus, but he added it's unclear if they are connected to the situation. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security's investigation unit is leading the investigation, according to a spokesperson from Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Looking at your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Nice day today after yesterday's rain, sunshine, our highs 82, light winds to 11 miles per hour. Overnight low 65 with mostly clear skies. Another nice day tomorrow. Sunshine, the highs 80. Right now we have 67 degrees, mostly cloudy skies here in the Big Apple awaiting clearing. The House panel investigating the U.S. Capitol riot is holding a surprise hearing today with an unidentified witness. This last-minute proceedings being cloaked in extraordinary secrecy, raising expectations for new bombshells in the sweeping investigation into the January 6, 2021 riot. That hearing scheduled for this afternoon starting at 1 p.m. Meanwhile, a conservative lawyer who aided former President Donald Trump's efforts to undo the 2020 election results said Monday that federal agents seized his cell phone last week. John Eastman said the agents took his phone as he left a restaurant last Wednesday evening. Eastman was on Fox News last night. The Fourth Amendment's very clear here. Uh, When they search and seize your property, they have to give a particular description of the things to be seized. 
And, and saying it's identified in the affidavit, if they don't attach the affidavit, doesn't qualify. The courts have been very clear about that. So this, this warrant is invalid on its face. The action was disclosed in a filing in federal court in New Mexico in which Eastman challenges the legitimacy of the warrant, calling it overly broad. The filing asks that a court force the federal government to return his cell phone. The filing does not, however, specify where exactly agents seized his phone. Well, U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi recently called for the elimination of the legislative filibuster so that we can restore women's fundamental rights after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Vice President Kamala Harris said she would not endorse such a move, though. Pelosi laid out several steps that Democrats should take in response to the high court's decision. Pelosi said the House must once again pass the Women's Health Protection Act to enshrine Roe v. Wade into the law of the land. Because of Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, and the Republican Party, their supermajority in the Supreme, with Roe and their attempt to destroy it, radical Republicans are charging ahead with their crusade to criminalize health freedom. What this means to women is such an insult. It's a slap in the face to women. Pelosi wrote in her Dear Colleague letter that legislation is being introduced to further codify freedoms which Americans currently enjoy and called Justice Clarence Thomas's concurrence disturbing. In her first interview since Roe v. Wade was overturned on Friday, Vice President Kamala Harris told CNN's Dana Bash that she never believed former President Donald Trump's Supreme Court picks, whom she voted against in the U.S. Senate, would preserve the landmark abortion law. Harris was flying on Air Force Two from Washington to Illinois Friday when the decision came down. She said she was shocked by the ruling. We know that on this issue, women who have access to resources will probably be far less impacted by this decision than women who don't have resources. So this is something that we are looking at. Harris said the administration will do everything within its power to defend access to abortion. She suggested the administration is looking at ways to provide women in states where the procedure is now banned the resources they need, like child care and travel funding to access abortion in other states. There are several injuries. There is a male subject trapped in the bathroom. We know of one female under the train. Tragedy in Missouri. At least three people were killed Monday after an Amtrak train hit a dump truck and derailed near Menden. The train at that time was traveling from Los Angeles to Chicago, the train carrying 207 passengers and additional crew. Missouri Governor Michael Parson also spoke about the tragedy. It's very unfortunate anytime you have a derailment of a train and multiple cars, it's not a good day. An official from the Missouri State Highway Patrol said the crossing was uncontrolled and had no lights or crossing rails, which is common in more rural areas. Seven of the train's eight cars derailed. Missouri State Highway Patrol Corporal Justin Dunn said at a press conference, two of the victims were on the train and the other was in the truck. It's not yet clear if the train victims were either passengers or crew members. A 16-member team from the National Transportation Safety Board is investigating that deadly derailment. The FTA meets today. It's to consider an updated COVID-19 booster shot that they hope to have out this fall ahead of an expected surge this winter of COVID-19. The federal government hoping to improve the vaccine to better boost people's immunity. And in order to move that quickly, the FDA would have to abandon lengthy human trials that have been used to test coronavirus vaccines over the past two years. Instead, 
of faster prices would rely on laboratory tests and animal trials. Both Pfizer and Moderna, the two major vaccine manufacturers, have both been studying an updated vaccine that targets the Omicron variant, which became dominant last winter. Both companies took a financial risk and started manufacturing doses, betting that the government would pick it to be the fall booster. WNBA star Brittany Griner's detention in Russia has been extended through December 20th, according to reports. That decision was made during a preliminary hearing that Griner attended yesterday. Russia's state-run TASS reported Griner ignored reporters' questions as she walked out of the courtroom on Monday. Brittany, I am from ABC News. Do you want to say something? So this next hearing is now scheduled for July 1st when Griner's trial is expected to begin. Griner was detained at the Sheremetyevo International Airport in Russia February 17th after she was accused of carrying vape cartridges containing hash oil, which is illegal in Russia. Russia had issued multiple extensions of her pretrial detention, and if she is convicted, the 31-year-old Griner faces up to 10 years in prison. South African mourners expressing anger and despair Monday at the death of 21 teenagers in a tavern over the weekend. The cause not yet determined. Here is Becky Sale, South African Minister of Police. But when you look at their faces, you realize that they're dealing with kids, 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 kids. Uh, You have heard the story that they are young, but when you see them, you realize that is a disaster. Autopsies will be done the matter under investigation. 77 WABC Time Check 515, and that's time to head over to Justin Ellick with a look at sports. Thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. Another big comeback victory for the Yankees last night who have made that type of win a regular occurrence in the Bronx as they secured their 23rd come-from-behind win of the year with eight unanswered runs against the A's last night and route to a 9-5 win. Two catchers' interference calls, a hit batter, and a walk in the seventh inning led to this huge two-run go-ahead double off the bat of Josh Donaldson to complete the comeback and put the Bombers up for good. Line drive, it's a base hit to left field. Judd scores. Here comes Rizzo. He'll score. Stanton to third. It's a two-run double for Donaldson. And the Yankees have come all the way back. And they lead 6-5. That call courtesy of Michael Kay and the Yes Network. Anthony Rizzo and Giancarlo Stanton added to their home run totals of 20 and 18, respectively. And the Yanks take care of Oakland in the Bronx for game one before the middle game of the three-game set tonight at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. Left-hander J.P. Sears is set to make a spot start for the Yanks going up against Frankie Montaz of Oakland. As for the Mets, they were, they were off last night but are set to get another short two-game set with the Houston Astros underway tonight at 7.10 p.m. That'll be Carlos Carrasco facing off against Houston's Luis Garcia out in Queens. Some big news for Nets fans early in the NBA offseason as star point guard Kyrie Irving has decided to opt in to his $36.5 million contract option with Brooklyn for next season. On his decision, Irving told The Athletic that, quote, normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow, whatever that means. The 30-year-old Irving averaged 27.4 points, 5.8 assists, and 4.4 rebounds in a limited 29 regular season games last season due to his COVID-19 ineligibility. We'll presumably get to see how the Nets fare with Irving for a full season come the start of the 2022-23 season. For more sports content, follow 77 WA. 
WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. I'm proud of you, Justin. You didn't let Sid Rosenberg rile you at all. I couldn't even hear him. Sometimes it's uh, it's just white noise, you know, Deb? I know what you mean. All right, and, and who are you talking to later today? Uh, we got Bobby Valentine. Oh, very exciting. How about we'll that? have that interview tomorrow on the 77 WABC Early really News. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, me too. All right, your forecast from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center. Sunny today, highs 82. The overnight low, 65. Another sunny day tomorrow with a high of 80. Right now, 67. We're awaiting clearing skies. Frank Morano has your business report. I'm Frank Morano with your business report. The opening bell rings this morning after stocks closed lower on Wall Street Monday. Stocks sank in afternoon trading after stronger-than-expected durable goods data at the closing bell. The Dow Jones Industrial fell 62 points. The S&P 500 lost 11 points. And the Nasdaq dropped 83 points. Flight tracking website FlightAware says at least 800 flights were canceled across the United States on Monday afternoon. This follows another chaotic travel weekend with more than 1,500 domestic flights canceled Saturday and Sunday. Delta alone canceled at least 224 flights Monday or 7% of its operations, while United canceled 128 flights and American canceled 67. An analysis by Wells Fargo says the cost of hosting a 4th of July gathering for a group of 10 people will be about 11% higher than it was a year ago. Hot dogs and ground beef cost about 12% more than they did last year, both staples of a typical barbecue. Chicken wing and breast prices are respectively up by 38% and 24%, while drumsticks are up by 12%. With inflation at 40-year highs, workers across all income levels are having a harder time making ends meet. A new report from Lending Club shows that as of May, 58% of Americans, or roughly 150 million adults, including those making more than $100,000, live paycheck to paycheck. That sounds familiar. That's down slightly from 61% who reported living paycheck to paycheck in April, but up from 54% in May of 2021. I'm Frank Morano on 77 WABC. I'll be back at 1 a.m. on the other side of midnight. Thanks, Frank. Looking at futures this morning, everything's in the green. The Dow up 204 points at 31,625. S&P's up 24 and three quarter points. The Nasdaq's risen 75 and a half. Gold's up $2.70 an ounce at $1,827.50. Crude oil up $1.68 a barrel at $111.25. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The WABC Early News. Hello, deranged customer charged with gunning down a Queens Chinese food delivery man in a beef all over duck sauce. Freed Monday after his brother put up his half million dollars bail. The suspect's name, 51-year-old Glenn Hirsch. He's charged with murder in the April 30th shooting death of Zhu Wen Yan. He will remain free while awaiting trial unless he violates stringent guidelines. Hirsch's attorney is Michael Horn. He spoke to CBS 2 News. I thought the judge made a nice compromise about public safety versus the rights of an individual not convicted of a crime. Our position is that he's not the guy who did this. In court on Monday, Queen's Supreme Court Justice Kenneth Holder cautioned Hirsch to adhere to strict guidelines of his release. 
Those guidelines include things like monitoring by an ankle bracelet and travel restrictions. The restaurant's owner said Hirsch had repeatedly harassed him and his workers, claiming the accused killer vandalized his vehicle and showed up at the eatery with a gun back in January. Hours before Yin was gunned down, police said surveillance footage captured him circling Great Wall in his car, Great Wall, the restaurant, and then trailing a delivery man to his next food drop where the man was shot and killed. The New York City Department of Health is awaiting additional doses of the monkeypox vaccine after it opened a temporary clinic last week. Officials say the clinic, though, won't be able to offer additional appointments for the shots or provide service to just walk-ins. Manhattan Borough President Mark Levine spoke to ABC7. Right now, uh, we don't have the capacity to test in New York City. We have to send samples to the CDC. This is just the same situation we were in in the early days of the pandemic. You recall we had to send COVID samples down to D.C. As of Monday, 48 people in the city have tested positive for the virus, which are presumed to be cases of monkeypox. Officials say most have had things like mild illnesses and symptoms and have not been had to have been hospitalized and have recovered on their own. The current case is primarily spreading among social networks of gay, bisexual and other men who have had relations with other men. Former New York City Mayor and 77 WABC host Rudy Giuliani decried the downgrading of charges to misdemeanors in the Staten Island slapping incident on Sunday, saying he felt as if a boulder hit me at the supermarket out on Staten Island. Video showing the suspect backslapping Giuliani is a little deceptive, according to the 78-year-old former Trump lawyer. Giuliani spoke about the incident on a Facebook live stream. About a third of the way through, I got hit on the back as if a boulder hit me. Uh, it knocked me forward a step or two. Uh, it didn't knock me down, uh, but it hurt tremendously. I did not know what it was. I had no idea what it was. And all of a sudden, I heard someone uh, yell at it and read something I can't repeat. Suspect Daniel Gill was arraigned in Staten Island Criminal Court on misdemeanor charges of assault in the third degree, menacing in the third degree, and harassment in the second degree. He was released on his own recognizance by Judge Jerrian Abriano the next court date, August 17th, according to the office of the Richmond County DA. Gill was initially charged Sunday with second degree assault. Giuliani at the time was out campaigning for his son's gubernatorial bid in the city's Staten Island borough at the time of that incident. The NYPD's Hate Crimes Task Force investigating after a militant pro-choice network graffitied the words, if abortion isn't safe, neither are you, on an Upper West Side church. That happened early Monday, according to police. This threatening message was spray-painted in black. It was discovered around 5.30 a.m. on one outer door of the Ascension Roman Catholic Church right near Amsterdam Avenue. It was coupled with the name of the group Jane's Revenge on another door, along with an anarchy symbol. Jane's Revenge is an American militant extremist pro-abortion rights group, which has claimed responsibility for several acts of firebombing, vandalism, and arson, targeting crisis pregnancy centers. So far, no arrests in that case. A New York City Mayor Eric Adams said he had no idea how rotten the Big Apple was at its core before he took office, telling the New York Post he's been shocked to learn just how bad the place is. During an exclusive interview done as Adams rode the subways overnight for more than three hours last week, the former NYPD transit cop said 
He was astounded by the botched deployment of resources that has New Yorkers on edge. Concern amid a nearly 40% surge in major crimes so far this year. There's going to be some times before the way people felt is going to catch up to what they are seeing and feeling right now. This is going to be one of the top and the most safe transportation system in our entire country. Adams campaigned on a promise to restore order. Adams said the city has not used agencies and their skills to their full potential, including what he said was the amazing NYPD. Adams also blasted former mayors for focusing on a single pet project to try to build a legacy, ticking off a list that included pre-K and an obvious shot at his immediate press assessor, former Mayor Bill de Blasio. In 2021, the final year of de Blasio's tenure, the city saw nearly every single category of major crime increase to levels that hadn't been seen in years, with felony assaults exceeding 22,000 for the first time since 2001. The number of murders also reached 486 under de Blasio, the most since the 515 committed back in 2011. Meanwhile, New York Governor Hochul signed a bill into law imposing stiffer penalties on anybody who assaults a transit worker. Our workers not protected the way they should be in our laws until today. We'll now cover over 11,000 more transit workers who are left out of these protections up until today. The governor signed the bill at Jamaica Bus Depot on Monday. The bill makes it a secondary felony to assault a transit worker. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Sunshine today are high 82 after yesterday's rain. Light winds to 11 miles per hour. The overnight low 65. Another sunny day tomorrow. The high 80 right now. 67 clearing sky here in Manhattan. Well, you might recognize that as the theme from Pirates of the Caribbean. Embattled actor Johnny Depp is rumored to be getting paid more than 300 million bucks to return to Pirates of the Caribbean after getting unceremoniously dumped from the franchise back in 2018 amid Abuse allegations by his ex, Amber Heard, a source close to Disney, allegedly dropped the bombshell in a new interview with Aussie outlet Pop Topic. The 59-year-old Donnie Brasco star had played the swashbuckling buccaneer in five Pirates movies over the last 19 years before Disney dropped him from the sixth and final installment. That after Heard's 2018 Washington Post op-ed, which Depp claimed defamed him as a domestic abuser. Depp was awarded $15 million in damages by the jury in his $50 million defamation case earlier this month against Heard. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 